When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. You know what? I'm embarking on a new career. Mm-hmm. So you guys have had Cynthia the model, Cynthia the reality star, mm-hmm. and now you guys are getting an opportunity to see Cynthia the actress. Mm-hmm. And every time I embark on a new journey, a new career, it's like starting all over again. Absolutely. And it's very intimidating. Absolutely. And scary, if I can just be honest. It's frightening. My name is Datavio Samuels, and welcome to The Black Print, where I sit with the innovators, disruptors, and change makers, laying the groundwork for the next generation of cultural leaders. This is the black print. I am so excited to have so my sister, I. my queen here. Welcome to the black print, Cynthia Bailey. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. I think it is God that put us here in this moment in time. You, you're not yes. in Atlanta all the time. I'm not, I'm not in Atlanta all the time, yes. but somehow we are here together. And so God I'm is moving our steps. Every single day, and I'm looking forward to this conversation. Not more than I am. Everybody sees you at the mountaintop. Nobody sees you on the climb. Today, we're going to have a conversation with Cynthia Bailey about the climb. We're talking about an amazing woman who has done everything from modeling to being one of the original Real Housewives, number one, year after year after year consistently, to now she is running her own business empire. How you feeling today, Queen? I'm feeling good, King. You feeling good? Yes. You look good? You look great. Thank you. All right, so we're going to go all the way back to the beginning. Woo. We're going to sit there as little or as long as you want, but um, a lot of people um, probably were reintroduced to you as a model or reintroduce you as a housewife. Let's go back to the beginning. Tell me a little bit about your childhood and your upbringing. Okay. All right. So back to the beginning. Yeah. Well, we got to go back to Alabama. Let's go back to Alabama. Small town, Alabama. Uh, I am the oldest of three kids. Mm. My mom had me when she was 17 years years old. Mm. Uh, First time having sex Mm. uh, with Mm. my dad. Shotgun wedding. I've always looked at myself as the mistake. Mm. Yeah. And I'm not going to mess up my makeup because <laughs> it is an emotional subject for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom getting pregnant with me changed the entire course of her life. Mm. I don't want to say it messed up her life, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it definitely changed the course of her life. Mm. Um, 
my dad definitely was like, okay, pregnant, got to get married. It is what it is. You know, she never had to talk about the birds and the bees, mm -hmm. any of that stuff. She's one of 11 children. Okay, so real quick, let's, mm -hmm. let, let's start there. So you were the eldest child of yes. a mother who had you when she was 17. Mm -hmm. I think eldest child children often have certain responsibilities. Yes. I would imagine um, that that responsibility might feel heavier when mm -hmm. you have a mom who is also younger. What was it like being the eldest child growing up in your family? For me, I feel like in a lot of ways we grew up together, mm. you know? Mm. Um, I definitely felt like, um, you know, it was it was just a lot of pressure mm -hmm. to to be great, um, to not feel like this mistake, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. to be successful. Um, in a lot of ways, I almost felt like I had to to save my mom as well, mm -hmm. and to live up to any dreams that were shattered as a result of her mm -hmm. getting pregnant with me. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, so you weren't able to have these opportunities. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to be great. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to live this. I'm going to create this life for both of us mm -hmm, mm -hmm, to be able to live. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, which is great. But it, with that comes a lot of pressure. Pressure, yeah. yeah. I can't lie. I was going to let you go, but you said it twice now. You mm -hmm. said that you always felt like you were the mistake. Mm -hmm. Can you remember the first time you had that feeling? Can you remember how old you were Ooh. when you said, mm, I think I'm a mistake? Well, I, you know, when I look at my mom, you know, my mom was like, I used to, you know, she's beautiful. Mm. Like I would look at her and I was like, you know, she could have been a model. Mm. She could have been a movie star, an actress. You know, she could have been an entrepreneur. She could have been all of the things that that I am today. And, um, she didn't have the means. She didn't have the opportunity. She didn't have, that just was not, um, her life. Mm -hmm, she was mm -hmm. not born into that. Um, again, you know, her getting pregnant at 17 years old, it just was not her life. Mm -hmm, it was mm -hmm. just not her journey. And, uh, I guess when I was old enough to just understand, you know, how her life would change as a result of just being pregnant as a teenager and becoming a mom so mm -hmm. early in life was when I felt like, man, you know, look at all these things she could have done. Mm -hmm. Who, look at the woman she could have been had that mm -hmm. not happened, mm -hmm. had she not been pregnant, had mm -hmm. she not had to be married at mm -hmm. such a, a young age. age. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Cynthia Bailey. Yes. Model, housewives, media empire. Is she still a mistake? No. Okay. No. Who is she today? Oh, wow. I know. Who is she today? Well, you, you know, she's still, you know, the evolution is, is still happening. Absolutely. You know, even at 55 years old, uh, I am still growing. I am still, um, it's all still happening. Yeah. Who I am right now in this moment, I am a mother, mm. I'm a wife, mm. I am a daughter, I'm a sister, I'm a queen. Come mm. on now. I'm going to say the queen part again. Yeah, come on now. <laughs> I am a queen, uh, I'm a boss, mm -hmm. I'm a child of God, and um, I am fearless. I am fearless. You know, I realized that... 
you know, getting older is a luxury. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people that I came up with who are no, no longer with, with us. Mm -hmm. And, um, if I'm lucky mm -hmm. and, uh, I feel more blessed than I, than I ever felt lucky, mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. know, by the grace of God, I hopefully I have 25, 25 more summers left okay. in my life <laughs> and I really plan on enjoying them. Um, I'm living my life mm -hmm. to the fullest. Mm -hmm. I'm living my life. I feel incredibly blessed. And um, Cynthia Bailey is just living, mm -hmm. um, going with her gut, you know, just trying to be um, kind, trying to help, mm -hmm. trying to have peace, mm -hmm. happiness, mm -hmm. love. Everything is coming from a place of love, mm -hmm. always. And I think... Um, I'm just trying to do the best that I can do, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but balance, mm -hmm. you know, all of it. Like you learn all these things as you get older, mental wellness, like things I didn't think about. Like yesterday, it's so funny. Yesterday I had a tough day and mm -hmm. I don't have a lot of tough days. Mm -hmm. I do, but I don't allow myself to have a tough day. Yesterday I allowed myself to have a mental wellness day. Like I had like a couple of auditions that I had to do mm -hmm. and I just couldn't do them yesterday. Mm. And I'm like an overachiever. Like I never not, I never dropped a ball. Mm -hmm. I'm always like, okay, right. Mm -hmm. Doing this. got this, like, I'm, you know, I'm handling everything. And I just sat down. And I was like, I can't do it. Mm. I just can't do it today. Go ahead. I was like, I can't do it. I just can't, like, I just need a minute. And I just took a minute and I felt so bad that I took a minute and I just shut down mm. for a day. Mm -hmm. And I decided, I'm not going to get emotional. Why? You know, Mercury's in retrograde. I don't know what mm -hmm. this week has been kicking my butt, mm -hmm. but I decided, you know what? I'm going to somehow one day a week, pray for me y'all. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take one day a week for myself mm -hmm. from this point on a Cynthia Bailey wellness day. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's what I'm going to do for Good myself. For I don't know what day is going to be, but it's necessary Good for you. because yesterday was like, a day where I was like, I cannot do all the things that I should be doing. Mm. And I felt really bad. I even woke up this morning. I was like, man, I still mm. feel bad. I didn't do those three things that mm. I should have done. I did like most of the things, but I didn't do everything. You know what? I mean, I'm I sure. Do. No, I'm with you. I'm I mean, you feel me, right? I'm tracking And everything. I really beat myself up about it. And I was like, I'm going to be extra great today because I didn't do three mm. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Things, and I'm like, you know what? I deserve a day. I deserve mm -hmm. one day a week where I can just get a massage. Mm -hmm. What? Watch Netflix all day. Mm -hmm. I had a um, very similar, maybe like epiphany, maybe two years ago. No, no, no. Let me not give myself too much credit. A year ago. The way that I would say is the way that I would allocate my time is that I would just give and give and mm -hmm. give to the world. Mm -hmm. And then what was whatever was left is what I would use to recover. Mm. So if I gave away 97% of myself and I had 3%, then the 3% of time mm -hmm. became, right? Um, now that I'm in my 40s, I'm realizing that 3% just isn't enough. And so now I budget for myself first. Mm. The first 20% goes yes. to me. And then whatever is left, that 80%, 
that's what I give to the world. Yes. What that forces me to do is I have to curate that 80% a little mm-hmm. bit better because you can't do it all. Yes. But it also just ensures that I get to be healthy and show up in the way that the world is, is requiring of me. Mm-hmm. I want to get into the modeling, but before I do that, I want to know what happened running into yesterday that caused you to feel exhausted, depleted? Was it that you had been running on uh, addition after addition after addition? Mm. What caused the exhaustion? What got you to the point yesterday when you were like, you know what? I owe Cynthia Bailey grace and I'm going to take this day and relax. Oh, wow. To be honest, I I have a lot going on right Mm. now. Some things I'm not 100% comfortable talking about right now, but um, one of the things is I recently, uh, something that recently happened is Mm. my mom uh, was diagnosed with breast cancer. Mm. And my mom has been pretty healthy Mm. most of her life. And this happened, and actually this is one of the reasons why I'm actually even in Atlanta. Mm. And I got the call about two months ago almost two months ago. And again, this is that oldest child thing. Mm. So when I got the call, it was like, okay, I knew immediately. And I had like, you know, Cynthia Bailey's schedule was crazy. (laughs) I knew I couldn't like just come home to Atlanta for two months, but I knew I had to come home. Mm. I didn't know how I was going to do it, but I knew I had to do it. So... I set up my life like, okay, I'm going to go for a week. I have to be there for the surgery. I have to give myself some time for after the surgery. I didn't know what that looked like. Mm. And then I was like, I'll just go back and forth work. And then I'll like set it up. I was just trying to figure it out. But I knew I had to come to Atlanta. Well, it turns out I've been in Atlanta for almost six weeks. Mm. God literally like, and I even had the nerve to even shoot a movie since I've been here. When I tell you like everything has just lined up in Atlanta Mm. since I came here for the surgery, like even this, like I wouldn't even like, this is in Atlanta. Like all of a sudden I'm popping in Atlanta. Like I was in, I was popping in LA. (laughs) That happened with my mom and God just ordered my steps and put me here. And I was able to work here. Everything just started happening here. So anyway, back to your original question. Uh, my mom yeah, is not doing well. Mm-hmm. She's going to be okay. Of course. You know, since we don't um, claim that. You know, we've been, you know, we've gone through the process. Actually, we had a Zoom yesterday with her doctor to figure out the next steps. We've had the surgery, all of that went good. There was some complications, but we got through all of that. So now we're at the part where everything's going to be okay. Good. But it was weighing on her. She's been staying with me. You know, my mom is getting older. And I'm having to really deal with like kind of being the mom now Mm. and I'm okay with that, but I still, it's like, Oh my God. It's like hard to, even though I can be the mom, Mm. I still look at my mom. I'm like, but you're the mom. Mm -hmm. I still need my mom, Mm -hmm. but my mom needs me. Mm -hmm. And so I'm trying to juggle that between all That's the exactly other stuff because go. exactly. I can't just shut down and like take care of my mom a hundred percent, but I have to allow that time mm-hmm. to have to give her that because mm-hmm. I only have one mom. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, yes. in between all this other stuff that's happening and I'm, al- I'm allowing, uh, I'm just pivoting, I mm-hmm, guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and I'm just, making it all happen. And it, I guess it's like, 
some days it's like it's easier and some days I'm like, I'm just, mm-hmm. some days I'm like, okay, I just need a minute. Mm-hmm. And yesterday I just needed a minute. I'm so proud of you for taking that minute. So many of us want to just keep going and going and going. So I'm yes. proud of you for taking that moment. I will also just say that I relate to your experience in a way that you would never imagine. My father um, fought prostate cancer for five years. And oh. so for five years, I was running companies, building businesses, while also being a caretaker to wow. someone in a different state, just like you, yeah. right? And so the pressure, mm-hmm. the exhaustion that comes with all of that. Um, so anyways, I said that to say two things. One, if you ever need someone to talk to, your mom's going to be fine. I, yes. I heard you say that already. Mm-hmm. Two, if you're down to pray before we, you leave, I'm also yes. down to do that because yes. I, I heard you talk about the power of faith. Yes. Um, so I want to keep moving on your career your okay. trajectory um, because you have so much more to your story. So, yes. all right. So you grow up, eldest child in a family of three, three what, siblings. What yes. do you have? All sister? One brother, one sister. One brother, one sister. Yes. Okay. And what we know about you is you become this amazing model. How, how do you book your first modeling gig? How do you get discovered? Wow. Okay. Uh, well, I'm going to take you back just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, please. So how I ended up getting discovered, mm. this is important. Um, I was, I went to a predominantly white high school in Alabama, small town, Tuscumbia, Alabama. Uh, most people know Tuscumbia, Alabama for being the birthplace of Helen Keller. Okay. And now Cynthia Bailey. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, All right. So anyway, um, I was the first black homecoming queen Mm. at Deschler High School, which was pretty cool. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, You know, mm -hmm. it was a pretty big accomplishment for me. Because at the time, I was like, wait, so this could not have happened. Even if I had, you know, it was a predominantly white high school, so I couldn't, you know, even if all the black people voted for me, I still had to have the white vote. Mm -hmm. So that I think was the first time that I realized I was like, you know what, if I could accomplish this, Mm. maybe I could do some other things Mm. as well. Like, it just was like that, that moment, because, you know, you have to have that one thing has Mm -hmm, to happen mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in your life for you to feel like, oh, well, maybe something else Mm -hmm. could happen, you know? So with that said, I was invited to be, to participate in this homecoming queen pageant, like all the homecoming queens in the South, which actually happened to be in Atlanta. Okay. So full full circle moment. And uh, I compete in the pageant. Uh, full transparency. I don't really have like a lot of talent. <laughs> I, just, I don't. Okay, that's, that's why lie. it was like the first okay. and only um, pageant that I was ever in. But um, I. So for my talent, I recited Dr. Martin Luther King's speech. Mm. I have a dream, which is a full circle moment. Full circle moment for me because it is one of my favorite uh, things speeches. to recite. Speeches mm-hmm. to recite. Because I do have a dream. I am a dreamer. I'm mm-hmm. a Pisces. I dream. Uh, you know, that was always something free. Mm-hmm. You know, growing up poor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you dream. You can always dream. Mm-hmm. So, I like that note. Dreaming is for everybody. Yes. Like it's, it's accessible. It doesn't matter if you're the richest of the rich yeah. or the poorest of the poor. Dreaming, Dreaming is accessible is to everybody. Dreaming is free. I Dreaming love that is notion. free. And I could always dream. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that was my talent. And I recited it. And uh, I felt like I did a good job. Mm-hmm. However, I did not win mm-hmm. or place. Mm-hmm. I didn't even get miscongeniality. <laughs> and I felt like I was nice to everybody. All right. In any case, however, as it turns out, one of the judges was a model scout from Wilhelmina Models in New York City. Mm-hmm. 
And after the pageant was over, I was the only one that she approached about a modeling contract. Mm. So I didn't win, but I kind of won in mm. a way. You know, it was a win for me. I ended up somehow convincing my parents to let me go to New York City. Like this was like maybe a year after the fact. You know, it took a while to convince them. Mm. I moved to New York City. I don't know. Like I didn't even know there was like a modeling, a fashion industry. Mm. I know nothing. You know. So I, what? So why'd you move to New York? Because that's where you know she's like, hey, you know, you we want you to come to New York city. Mm. And I didn't know any other models in Alabama. I didn't know again, there was like a fashion industry. The only, you know, we didn't, you know, I didn't grow up. We didn't have Vogue magazines and, um, we didn't have magazines. I think I've maybe got a chance to see like an essence or a jet every now and then, mm. you know, at some of my, you know, other friends houses, but I didn't really have a lot of access to like, you know, see it, you know, having access mm. to magazines. So with that said, I moved to New York City, 19 years old, I think. And, oh, this is funny. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So I get there. I, I moved with my booker. Okay. So my mom felt pretty comfortable with that. Her name is Karen Lee, um, wonderful lady. And my roommate is Nicole Murphy, mm. who was not Nicole, who was not Nicole Murphy at Back the time. Back then, right. Yeah. <laughs> and I move into, you know, my, my agent, she used to house models. So it was myself mm. and Nicole Murphy at the time. And Nicole was like only there for like a week. And then she was like being shipped off to Paris which is where she may have met Eddie. But anyway, don't get me to like, like starting, like she was not with him then. But anyway, what I remember was I walk into the apartment and like the most beautiful creature I've ever seen in my life was like open the door. I was like, oh my God. And I had like cute Alabama, small town confidence. Like I was like, I knew I was like cute, but I didn't know I was like, I didn't think I was like model cute. It was like a different type of confidence. Like this girl opened the door and I was like, whoa, like she's beautiful. Mm. And no one was, you know, like, you know, I would be at school and, you know, like be like, oh yeah, Cynthia's cute. Nobody was like, oh my God, you're beautiful. Yeah. You should be a model. You're like stunning. You're gorgeous. Like those words had never mm. been said to me in my entire life until I moved to New York. So, and like, I would go to castings and I would see Tyra and all these people like, what in the world? Like, this is like, these women are like, it was, I never, and they just had this confidence. And I was like, how do they know how to act like this? Like who taught them to, like, they would just walk in and I would be like, I didn't know how, I didn't have that. I didn't know how they knew how to be like that. So, um, long story short, I would go to castings and I remember I was at an essence casting mm. and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to act like I just, just practice. Right, <laughs> right, like, right. I'm going to walk in. Like I'm just everything. Like the world is mine mm. because they literally just walked in yeah. and you would just be like, okay. And I would walk in and be like, hi mm. everyone. Oh my God. I can't believe they always sit here, you know? Mm. 
So, and I just walk in and be like, I'm great too. Mm-hmm. And you know, I just, you know, you fake it till you make it, right? Exactly, that's exactly what I was thinking. Woo! So I had to like fake my confidence until I actually started having confidence. Mm-hmm. But um, finally, I remember going to this casting, it was for Essence, and of course it was like all the most beautiful women on the planet in there. And I walked in mm-hmm. and I was like, held my little head high. And I went and did the casting. And um, I remember this is taking you guys back, you know, I'm 55 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went, after I did the casting, I went to the little pay phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't have pay, pay phones anymore in New York. And I called the agent, my agency and I said, hey, I just finished my ca- casting for Essence. They were really nice to me. It was a lot of beautiful women there, but I felt like they really liked me. And they were like, oh, they booked you. And I was like, what? Nice. I was like, yeah, they booked you for the cover of Essence. I was for like, the wait, cover. what? Yeah, and I was like, oh my God. And I Your was like, very first job that you booked. My big job. Now, like I had like- big job you booked yes. was the cover Like I had like a couple of little small things that happened, mm. but this was the most career defining job mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for me. And it was like a win-win for me because it was like, it put me on the map as a, as a model, as a model sure. but it also was like, even if I didn't do anything else to be on the cover of Essence, like if I did nothing else with my career, just to be able to go back to Alabama, sure. even if I just went back and had like 20 kids and just got married or whatever, I would have been famous for the rest sure. of my, my <laughs> life. And to just to be able to represent Essence magazine, I would have been like, if good. I did nothing else, I'd been like, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I don't need anything else. Mm-hmm. So I was good. And then it ended up being one of their top sellers. It's the one, the big Afro cover. Oh, uh, I recently posted it, if you guys want to pull from that. We will, we will, and, and we will. <laughs> so uh, that was great. And then I went on uh, a few years later to be blessed with another cover, mm. which was the complete opposite. This is when I had my hair super short. Like I shaved it off and I had my second cover. And the reason why that cover was so great is because at the time, the fashion magazines never used to put the names of models on the magazine. Mm. And I remember going to, I think it was Mickey or Susan Taylor. And I was like, I really, you know, would love for you guys to put my name on the mm-hmm. cover, you know, because they wouldn't know people like, oh, I recognize the model, but a lot of times they didn't know, they didn't know the face with the name. Absolutely. And they put my name, mm-hmm. you'll see model Cynthia Bailey. So that was like kind of like a groundbreaking thing that happened. And then they went on, you know, this was like, you know, then after that, like, it was like mostly celebrities that they mm-hmm. used for their covers. But yeah, so I've had like some pretty no, that's cool moments. And no, I remember an like stepping up moment. and asking them to do that. And uh, that cover did very well as well. So I I always feel such um, gratitude when it comes to Essence Magazine because Mm. as as an African-American woman, I really do feel so proud and so honored to represent the Essence woman. You Mm. know, even, you know, as a a reality star, I've always tried, tried (laughs) to Mm. handle myself with class Mm -hmm. and, and with grace and, you know, to be very intentional about the way I move, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. I, um, I love that story. I think it's amazing that your first big moves were with Essence. And yes. of course it is black media that is often finding, showcasing, celebrating the best mm-hmm. and the brightest of us that the world has yet to discover. And then they discover you, so um, all good. Yes. Before I get into Housewives, I wanna go back to this point around, before you booked the Essence cover, you were in a fake it till I make it kind of zone. You didn't have the confidence. Yes. There's so mm-hmm. many young people out there who mm-hmm. don't have the confidence to step into the dream or the vision that they have for themselves. 
after you booked that Essence cover, as you were continuing to go on auditions, are you still faking it till you make it? Or do you have the confidence now? Did you feel like you had made it? It's like, I'm on Essence, I made it, I got it. Or were you still kind of wrestling with confidence a little bit? That's a good question. Mm -hmm. That's a great question, okay. actually. <laughs> you know what? I'm embarking on a new career. Mm -hmm. So you guys have had Cynthia the model, Cynthia the reality star, mm. and now you guys are getting an opportunity to see Cynthia the actress. Mm. And every time I embark on a new journey, a new career, it's like starting all over again. Absolutely. And it's very intimidating. Absolutely. And scary, if I can just be honest. Absolutely. It's frightening. And I just finished wrapping up a movie, and every time I show up, I'm like, Oh my God, <laughs> what am I doing? Like, this is crazy. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, I do have confidence, but I'm still gaining more confidence as an actress. I have sure. confidence as a model. That's exactly what I, was say. I have confidence as a reality star. I have confidence as someone to sit across from someone like you to be interviewed, mm -hmm. but I'm still gaining confidence as an actress. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I, I am mm -hmm. because it's new. Yeah. Confidence can often be experience based, right? Yes. And so when you don't have the experience, you have to build that Absolutely. confidence. Absolutely. So I am thinking it until I make it like um, it, it's <laughs> happening. And I've only been at the acting consistently for maybe almost a year now. Mm. So it, it's happening. So I do find myself like, okay, all right, Cynthia, go got out it. there and <laughs> like, you know, you got this, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. really, you know, giving myself that, that, that talk that, you know, just reminding myself, like, you got this, you got like it. you prayed for this, you manifested this, this is happening. You had the confidence to get this role. You got this, mm. but it's like, you know, I have to, you know, it's not like you just yeah, not a conversation with yourself. Yeah. You're pushing yourself, Absolutely. you're motivating yourself. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. And I don't want people to think that, you know, we're like superheroes. Like we just, exactly. all this greatness just happens to us exactly. and we just get out there. We're like, you know, we don't have any insecurities and we just go out there. Yeah. We're great. Like, and then of course, you know, the bigger the movie, the bigger the actresses, the more insecure. I'm like, mm. Oh Lord, I'm working with this person today. Oh my goodness. Okay. Now I really got to like, you know, step it up. You know what I'm saying? But you know, again, that's how you grow. Mm -hmm. That's Absolutely. how you learn. Absolutely. And God is like, you know, I'm a big believer of God moving my steps. Mm -hmm. I just don't believe that he would put me on a set, put me in position if I wasn't ready. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I want to jump for a little bit into the reality star piece, which you okay. just mentioned. Um, clearly for me, you are an OG. Again, you guys built what I believe to be the definitive kind of housewife franchise. Um, you were number one over and over and over again. Atlanta. Yes. Atlanta, yes, Atlanta, 11 years. A lot of people, when they think about reality television, they think about the mess. They think about the drama. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I like about you is you are very intentional about trying to showcase certain parts and aspects of your life that didn't have to do with any mess and drama. For mm -hmm. example, um, the fibroid conversation. Mm. So many black women wrestling with fibroids. You were mm -hmm. probably the first one to ever kind of demonstrate and showcase that process mm -hmm. on TV. What was that like? Ooh, you know what? That was a real life issue mm. that I was having. Opportunity is not equally distributed.
To every black entrepreneur listening, I want to make sure you have the tools and resources you need to grab your next opportunity. That's why I'm telling you about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale one million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of six million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field. From free business coaching to tailored training and an extended free Shopify trial. Shopify has made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says... The one million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Chart your own path for business success with the one million black businesses initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at Shopify.com slash black print all lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash black print. I first found out about fibroids when I was pregnant with my daughter, Noelle. Mm. And it was just kind of brushed off like, oh, well, you have fibroid, you know, don't worry about it. It's fine. You know, it's not a big deal, whatever, whatever. And what, and at the time it wasn't a big deal, mm. but what they didn't tell me at the time was that this thing was going to grow and it could like multiply and, you know, mm. I was going to end up being anemic and all these different things was going to happen. And it was like, you know, going to, you know, make myself stomach start bulging and, you know, sex could end up being painful. Like it's basically a non-cancerous tumor, but it comes with like so many other complications. Mm -hmm. And it's something that affects, mostly affects Mm African-American women. Mm -hmm. Like if your mom didn't have them, your aunt had them. If your aunt didn't have them, your grandma, Mm -hmm. mother had them. It's like really something that really affects uh, a lot of black women. Mm -hmm. So with that said, the Real Housewives of Atlanta cast is, for the most part, has consistently been mostly black women, which most of those black women have dealt with fibroids. So it's like a real medical issue that has affected all of us. For me, I had dealt with fibroids most of the time that I was on the show, which wow. meant I was completely anemic, exhausted. Wow. It, you, know, psych, you know, I don't want to get into mm-hmm. the whole menstrual cycle part of like how I was affected. But it's a real thing. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to talk about it mm-hmm. because it was really affecting me. And when you think about reality TV, you don't really think about like, oh, well, that's not exciting to talk about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where's the drama that's in what that? I'm People are looking for the mess, <laughs> not the fibroids. And I remember talking to my producers and they were like, oh, well, we don't ever want to cover that. So and I was like, well, this has really happened to me. And I really w- would like to encourage you guys, try to encourage you guys mm-hmm. to really talk about this. And somehow convinced them. Mm. And when I tell you, they ended up showing, I ended up getting this procedure called UFE, uterine fiber embolization, um, which basically sh- sh- like cuts off the bl- blood supply to the fibroids and shrinks them, shrinks them and then they end up going away. Mm. Okay. Um, I show the whole procedure. 
my then ex-husband, Peter Thomas, he's a part of the whole thing, which was a great conversation because, you know, most men, like mm -hmm. women, they didn't feel ever comfortable talking to their husbands mm -hmm. about it. Like it just was like something that women, a strong black women, we just dealt with this thing that we would just have to deal with on our own. And like, I opened up the conversation with him and then other women who watched the show was like, mm -hmm. Oh my God, I'm dealing with this. Let me talk to my husband about it. And like, it just opened up the conversation mm -hmm. and it made it okay. Mm -hmm. And it was like this dirty little secret that we just felt like we just had to deal with by ourselves. And then women felt like more comfortable talking to their doctors and seeing what their options were. Because a lot of times women were just being told, Oh, have a hysterectomy. Mm -hmm. When having your uterus removed was there, there were more options right, out there more options, yeah. than giving your, you know, having your uterus removed. Mm. So anyway, that probably is one of the best things that I've done on the mm. show. No matter where I go in the world, it, like I just remember being in Ghana, like just different parts of the world mm. and women coming up to me saying, thank you mm. for talking about fibroids mm. because I didn't know what was going on mm. with me and I've been dealing with this since I was 16, 17, 18, 19 years old and you talked about this. I didn't know if it was okay to like, I didn't know something was wrong. I knew something was wrong and I went and I did my research because you talked about it mm. and da, 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 and I did something now I got my life back. Women deserve to have and live a quality life. Like mm. when I tell you when I was dealing with fibroids, I did not have a quality life. Mm. I was getting up work and like, it's already, life is hard. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. When If you're a woman and you're dealing with fibroids, it is way harder mm. than it has to be. Mm. So I am so glad that I, just like I asked Essence to put my name on the cover, mm -hmm. <laughs> the second cover. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm so glad that I opened my mouth and said, hey, we need to talk about these five points. I want to show this. I'm on this show talking about everything else. Let's let's do this. And um, I'm really glad that I did that because now, I really helped a lot of women. Now, five words is not the only time you did that. And that's, no. again, why I'm saying you were intentional and deliberate about how you leverage your time on television. Yes. Um, and deliberate and intentional in a way that is impactful and mm -hmm. meaningful to the audience. And so the other one that you did that's top of mind for me is um, you, you share the story of your daughter being fluid. Yes. Um, talk to me about why it was important to tell that story on national mm -hmm. television. Uh, it was important to me to talk about Noelle coming out as fluid because it was her reality. Mm. And I wanted her to. But you could have hit it. Yeah, I could have hit it. I, I definitely could have hit it, but I felt like, although, you know, she's not a peach holder, the show isn't about her life mm. as a reality star, the way it works is our children, unfortunately, mm -hmm. anytime things happen in their life, especially if they get in trouble or anything's going on in their personal life. If we don't somehow talk about it on the show, it's mm. almost like we're trying to hide it or whatever. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I've always, I learned that mm. it's just better just put it up. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Control <laughs> um, your own story. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Control the narrative. You know, Noelle is 22 now. When she was, you know, she started the show when she was eight years old. I had a lot more control of the narrative when she was younger. Now she can tell her own story. Mm. Some of the stuff that she does in her life just isn't anyone's business at this point. You know what I'm saying? However, I always, as long as I am on a show like that, with her being attached to me as my daughter, mm -hmm. if that platform can be used to 
tell her story. I always encourage her to use her to use it because I feel like it just it's just better because mm -hmm. it 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 just somehow with like celebrity kids when something goes down if the world doesn't know it's like we're keeping it from the world <laughs> you know what I mean even if we weren't yeah even if it wasn't the world's business it's yeah. like is this better just put it out there yeah so and it's very tricky because again at the end of the day I'm the housewife yeah. not not my child like yeah. nobody really had to know but I didn't want her to feel like um she had to hide mm -hmm. I didn't want her to feel I definitely didn't want her to feel ashamed mm -hmm. I wanted her to own who she you know, own who she is, mm -hmm. you know, love is love, mm -hmm. you know, I 100% believe that. And, um, I just want her to have the freedom mm -hmm. to just be who she is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we shared that. I didn't even, I didn't even know what fluid was until she told me, okay. you know, I was like, when she went up to college, I was like, okay, make sure you're not, you know, if you're drinking, make sure you're careful, make sure you're this, make sure you condoms, you know, I was like, whatever. She was like, you don't have to worry about me, mom. Okay. <laughs> I'm fluid. I'm like, well, what is that? So, um, you know, it was a teachable moment for me because mm -hmm. I didn't know what, you know, that meant. And then again, all my friends, mm -hmm. a lot of my celebrity friends were like, girl, me too. my child is wow. fluid. Like, I was so glad you talked about that because that made me understand and they love the way I dealt with it. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really know how to deal with it. I was just like, hey, I love you. So what? Okay, you're fluid. So, okay, cool. Let's mm -hmm. go. I got a fluid kid. Mm -hmm. What's next? Mm -hmm. And um, that was just, you know, I just received it with love and just gave love and then that was that. But you know what was so in interesting mm -hmm. is even with that, I handled it the best way that I knew how to handle it. She got mm -hmm. a lot of love. Mm -hmm on social media, but she got a lot of hate mm. from, you know, people mm -hmm. who don't, um, don't like, mm -hmm. um, gay people mm -hmm. or fluid people. So that was hard. And that was, she took a break off social media mm. just because that was tough for her. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the things I think as a parent, it really sucks when you can't, mm -hmm. Help. You can't control. When you, you can't, can't protect. Like you can't do anything. Because yeah. what am I going to do? Try to fight everybody on social media yeah. to leave my kid alone? It's yeah. like alone. It's like I was like, okay. So she just took a break, and that just that was tough for her. Yeah, I'm sure. And I was like, you know, don't worry about them. Don't read the comments. Don't whatever, whatever. But it just yeah doesn't matter. Yeah. They still would like you know still got her. Yeah, you, you and I share similar strategy as a marketer. I was always trained as a brand builder that you have to be in control of your story and then you give it to the wild mm -hmm. and you can't control what the wild does with it. Yes. But it's better than not giving the wild a story <laughs> and then they just run wild with whatever they want to do, right? Exactly. And I love that word that you use, which is teachable moments, because that's what I was trying to communicate, that the world wants to believe that reality mm -hmm. TV is only good for the drama. Mm -hmm. And you were very intentional about using reality TV mm -hmm. to also have these teachable moments. You leveraged this opportunity on TV for 11 years and now you are a business mogul. Talk to me about the businesses that you are building. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much. Um, you know, it was always important for me to use the platform to start a business and the strategy, the plan was. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cut off? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Let's just start a business 
every year that I was I on the show. I love that. I love that. Um, the first one, because it's a long list, all right. <laughs> the first one was the Bailey Agency School of Fashion. Um, Keep going. Cynthia Bailey Eyewear, CB by War, Cargo by Cynthia Bailey. Um, I have my own signature Peach Bellini with mm. Seagram's Escapes, um, the Bailey Wine Cellar, the Bailey Room. Ooh, how are you doing um, it all? How are you? Well, how are you managing? Well, that was like eight to ten businesses. How like? And so many of our audience, they're slashers. They are rappers. They are writers. They are musicians. They are entrepreneurs. They, they want to be doing what you're doing. Ten different things. How are you doing it? Well, you know, I, I have to tell you, as I go into this new career, and being a woman of a certain age, I have decided, you know, we were just talking, we talked quick, you know, briefly about mental wellness mm -hmm. and just being able to have balance. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I actually am starting to downsize some things and prioritize mm -hmm. things. I'm really being pulled and stretched mm -hmm. to the point where I really, you know, my quality of life yeah. isn't as quality as I want it to be. Yeah. And what I realized is going back to having hopefully at least 25 summers left, I feel like you got no one to hold them, you got no one to fold them. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> I didn't say that loud for the people in the back. Yeah. Sometimes as a boss, you got to know when know. to downsize. Yeah. And I'm in the season of balance and downsizing mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because I really want more quality time mm -hmm, for myself. Mm -hmm, There's okay. no point of working your butt off mm -hmm. if you don't have time to enjoy, to enjoy yourself. Amen. Amen. And uh, I have not had a vacation this year. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that is a problem, okay? <laughs> that is a big problem. So with that said, I am looking into restructuring some things this year, uh, simplifying my mm -hmm. life a little bit. Mm -hmm. Uh, I definitely need to have some sand in between these toes, mm -hmm, okay, mm -hmm. soon. So with that said, uh, I am prior prioritizing and simplifying my life mm -hmm. uh, all over yeah. in every way. So I can focus on this next chapter, which is this next career, mm -hmm, which mm -hmm. is acting, which takes a lot So that's exactly time. where I want to jump like, into. You can't like... <laughs> Free 10. Acting is not a, a side job. Yeah. It's not like a side hustle. Mm -hmm. Like you have to fully commit. Oh, and I used to, you know, Noel's dad, Leon, is an actor. Mm -hmm. And I used to, you know, I remember when he was um, doing The Temptations. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I remember like when he, the reason why he did such a good job playing David Ruffin is because he never was not David Ruffin. Right, right, right. He's playing himself. He never <laughs> responded to anything except David Ruffin. Okay. Like, when I had just had Noel, and I remember us being out in LA together, and I would, like, you know, be like, uh, Leon, I need you to do it. And he would, like, walk right past me, and I'd be mm. like, I'm sorry, David, I need you to take out the trash. And he would take out the trash. I'd be like, mm. like, it's, you have to fully commit to being an actor if that's mm. what you want to do. Mm. And I get it now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I didn't understand that. And I'm being pulled in so many different directions that if I want to do this, and I don't want to have do this. Mm -hmm. Anything that I do, I committed to being a model and I excelled. I committed to being in a reality star for 11 years and I excelled and I did it my way and I didn't compromise myself, I didn't sell my soul. Mm -hmm. I walked away with grace, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm an actress now. I want to, this is not only the next chapter, 
hopefully it's going to be the last chapter mm -hmm. and I want to do it and I want to excel and I want to be great. So I know the focus that it takes. Mm -hmm. So I got to downsize. Mm -hmm. I have to commit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I so love that. That's what I'm doing. I love that. One last question before okay. I get you out of here. There's been a thread in your conversation that there's this like faith-based thread. Yes. And so you've climbed several mountains mm -hmm. and I want to understand the importance of faith yes. across that entire journey. Okay. Um, when I wake up in the morning, I say, not my will, God's will be done. Mm -hmm. When I close my eyes at night, mm -hmm. I say, not my will, God's will be done. Mm -hmm. Several times throughout the day in my mind, I say, not my will, God's will be done. Mm -hmm. God is ordering my steps. I, if it's God's will, be done. it's going to happen for so me. Be. If it is not, I release it. I do not worry about anything that is not for me. Mm -hmm. If it's for me, I am running toward it. Mm -hmm. If it is not, I do not worry about it. Mm -hmm. Like literally just for me sitting next to you. Mm -hmm. I was not mm -hmm. supposed to be in Atlanta. <laughs> I am here having this interview. I was not going to be at the party right. where I reconnected with you. Right. This is God, you right. guys, this is God. My mom, I, like all yeah. of it is, this is why I'm in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And I learned one of the things that I decided for this year and going throughout my life is to trust myself, mm -hmm. to trust my instinct, mm -hmm. to go with my gut, mm -hmm. to just trust myself. Don't question myself. Don't question God. Just go, mm -hmm. just go. Mm -hmm. Not my will, God's will God be done. Will be done. Cynthia Bailey, this has been, I don't know why I can't say your name without saying both. Maybe I just look best. I know, because I'm a two-name girl. Okay, I'm, I'm like, not, I always. I'm even like, as I a always, model, okay. I was never like Cynthia. Okay, Everyone's good. like, oh, that's Cynthia Bailey. Okay, every, <laughs> every single time. Okay, so I'm, 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 I'm behaving right is what that yes. is. I um, so enjoyed this conversation. And so to the people Thank who are you. watching, um, some of the things that at least jump out for me in this incredible conversation. Um, one. We have watched Cynthia Bailey reinvent herself time and time and time and time again. You don't have to be a singular thing. You can be, you can make it to the top of the mountain being a model. You can then jump off of that mountain and make it to the top of and the you next can fake it till you make it. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna fake it till we make it the whole way. From model to reality star to business mogul to actress, actress. being unafraid to reinvent herself. Two, and I love the point that you just made, um, not being scared to start at the bottom of mm. every mountain and recognizing that the path to the top sometimes means you got to fake it till you make it. Mm -hmm. That sometimes it is experience in and of itself that gives you the confidence to get to where you need to be. And if you don't mm -hmm. take the time to give yourself mm -hmm. that confidence to throw yourself all in, then you yes. can never get to the top of that next mountain. Let's see, whatever lessons did we learn? You had so many gems for me today. Oh man, this idea that... Um, um, to the people who are watching who think that they are a mistake, to the people who are watching who think that they are not good enough, mm -hmm. I think that she is proof and power that you can have those thoughts, but those thoughts don't have to mm -hmm. stop you. You can still become mm -hmm. iconic in so many different levels. So don't let, you know, it's uh, the way we talk to ourselves. Oh. I mean, yeah, please. Can this I say this? Yeah. We didn't jump into this, but I, to I, I have to say this. I cannot get out of this chair without say saying it. this. Humility. Mm. I have always been a very humble person. Mm. Like I literally go into every room, into every situation 
being humble. Humble, yeah. I go, I take every job. I'm like, literally, like, you don't even have to feed me. Like, mm. just what do I need to do? Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I try to be on time. I try to treat everyone with kindness. Um, I think that's very important. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that's super important. And I think that is also another reason why I am received the way I'm received. And I think that is also another reason why God has blessed me. Mm-hmm. It's a small thing, but it's not that small because there's so many people out here in the world. And I think, why me? Why not all these other people? And I think, you know what? Because I think if you treat people right and you come into a room and you fill the room up with love and mm-hmm. you treat everybody right, not not this one and that one, everybody. Mm-hmm. Hi, how mm-hmm. are you? Good to see you. All that energy, everybody wants to see you win. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Be humble. Uh, every every decision I make, I think it can come from either fear or love and faith. And so yes. when I'm checking, I'm like, am I making this decision out of fear or is it being driven by love and faith? Yes. And I love your push to say, step into the room and mm-hmm. move with love. Yes. Um, step into the room. You can be as big as mm-hmm. a Cynthia Bailey and mm-hmm. still move and walk in humility and love. Absolutely. The other lesson that I think we learn is when we get a platform, mm-hmm. when we get an opportunity to reach one person mm-hmm. or the world, to not be afraid to use Amen. them as teachable moments, That's to right. not be afraid to be an open book and be transparent. Mm-hmm. Because in sharing your story, mm-hmm. you can impact the world. That's right. And then the last one for me, because you just know who, how I am, I'm always that man that is going to tell you that God did. I'm always that man that's going to say that um, faith is the anchor to my life and what I mm-hmm. heard my sister and my queen talk about is how critical faith has been with her through her entire mm-hmm. process that she mm-hmm. begins her day mm-hmm. in that space that she ends her mm-hmm. day in that space that prayer is continuously on her lips as she moves if you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a big mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your mcdonald's bag as a placemat then that wasn't a road trip it was just a really long drive at participating McDonald's moves throughout the day and as she has learned to trust instinct because she has learned to connect to the source and as long as she is connected to the source she can always trust that instinct follow your instinct this is the black print I got the benefit and the blessing of sitting next to the one and only Cynthia Bailey she hasn't climbed one mountain not two mountains but three she's on her way to the fourth queen thank you for everything thank you for being here oh my god thank you so much (laughs) bless
my brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, go to SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote.com. That's SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. 